we're on I'm Charlotte And I'm Stanley Wiggins. And this is Black, black Hipster. Hipster. Where we talk about black pop culture. Gay pop culture. Black gay pop culture. And sometimes other, other shit. shit. Shalom, darling. <laughs> shalom, shalom. <laughs> How are you doing this lovely Saturday? Oh, man. It's the freaking weekend. It's the freaking weekend. It is November. Which is November. weird. The holidays will be coming up. One of your favorite holidays, Christmas, is right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite holiday just passed. Hold up. Election Day being. Oh, Election Day, yeah. Um, but yeah, we just elected a new mayor. A new mayor. In New York. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric Adams. I want to be very clear. I do not support this. <laughs> I did not vote for Eric Adams in the primary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I am very curious to see what's going to happen. I mean, now, granted, I, I voted for Eric Adams. Yes, because you had to choose. In the general election. Yeah. Well, because it was between him and the crazy cat lady. Mm-hmm. I was just like, well, that's, that's yeah. not... That's an easy one right there. It was <laughs> yeah, like, you have to... That wasn't even like a race. It mm-hmm. was, the real race was the primary. Yeah. It was him beating everyone else, mm-hmm. which, you know, whatever. Um, I'll keep some of these thoughts to myself. Um, I just, I, I saw some problematic videos that he made. Oh, God. Yes, they were in the past, but not that far in the past. He not was that... grown up. Yeah, <laughs> like, I agree. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was like, they were absurd. They were laughable. And it was like, this is going to be out there. Okay. I, do, I don't like, even know these videos. Oh, yeah. I'll show you. Okay. It's, like he's, it's like these PSAs for parents about like keeping their kids out of trouble. Oh my God, they show one of them on Jesus and Miro. And it, <laughs> if it was on Jesus and Miro, then you know it was laughable. Um, just like the kid had like a bag of crack in their book bag, what? Or like a gun under their pillow, like crazy stuff. Was this in the 80s? No, <laughs> it was not. It was nutty. And I was like, and this guy wants to be my mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was crazy. But they also said that um, Curtis Lewa, the uh, Republican um, runner, uh, the day of the election. So he shows up with one of his cats. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think it was a dog. You did tell me before. It's like his cat. Yes. It's funnier if he showed up with his cat. But he showed up with a pet. It is funny. If it's and they were like, you can't bring the pet in here. He, he has a conniption. Then he also has on his freaking... Um, his jacket, like campaign jacket, mm-hmm. and they were like, "You can't wear that here. Like, you can't wear that inside. Like, you cannot campaign. Like, yeah. the poll center mm-hmm. or whatever polling center. He throws another conniption. They gave in on that one. Let him wear his fucking jacket. Which in. is then they said his ballot got jammed because he's probably too stupid to know how to pass a piece of paper through the machine. <laughs> It has, like, they tell you, and then it also says it on. Yeah, the it says machine. it. It's pretty simple. Um, it's pretty simple. So it was just two little sheets, two long sheets of paper. Mm-hmm. But anyway, his ballot got jammed. They say he threw a conniption about that. And now, granted, I say they say this is what was reported on the news. Okay. I was not there. Mm-hmm. I was not present for any of this. Mm-hmm. There was no video. There's no video. No okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just like, wow. Like, and you want to be the mayor of New York? You are. You you are so entitled that you should be able to bring your pet in. You should be able to wear your campaign jacket when you know the rules say you don't. And then. You blow a gasket or something as small as the paper getting mm-hmm. taken? Like, screaming because you think it's someone else's Fucker, fault. Fucker! Like, like, I wouldn't even hire you. I'm trying to think of something, like, just so insignificant. And I can't because I don't oh. want to insult the people yeah, who, who do those jobs. jobs. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know. I guess like, you can say you hire I wouldn't hire someone. you to swat a spider out of my Face. Yeah, yeah, that's a good <laughs> you know one. what I mean. That's like, a yeah, mm-hmm. geez, like, mm-hmm. like you do that hard, you cat. end up smacking it. <laughs> yeah, trying to turn Gracie Mansion into the cat lady's house. 
Bro, get out of here with that. I love how he's a cat. It would be, when, I keep thinking of this when you talk about he brought his cat. And that is funny because it's like, <laughs> most people don't bring their cats outside. You bring oh, your cats outside. I can't respect it. Yeah. I see those people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or they're in like one of those little animal strollers. Strollers. I already don't respect you if you got a stroller for your animals. My sister has one. We've had this discussion. I don't respect her. Hold on. Why does she have the stroller for the animal? Did she, did she give a reason because why? Because they go back and forth. But I think she takes them places. But I don't know. They go back and forth between her house and her ex-husband's house when the kids go back and forth. But what is that? So the the, the animal can't walk? Yeah. Or like, yes, they can walk. Okay. Two, I'm like, <laughs> two cats. Okay. Okay. Just, you know what? Okay. We'd have to get into it. It's annoying me just thinking about <laughs> people with fucking strollers for their animals. Let's, let's just move on. Okay. We'll on. move on. Yeah. Um, but that happened. Election day happened. A lot of stuff happened. A lot um, of stuff this happened. This week that, yeah, I feel like this episode is just sort of a, a hodgepodge, a cornucopia. <laughs> An amalgamation. Amalgamation, which is also one of my favorite <laughs> words. I love that word, yeah. Yes. Um, I didn't learn that word really until I saw amalgamated uh, amalgamated bank, bank everywhere. And yeah. I was like, what does that mean? I'll be honest with you. My mother used to have an account. And one, and one day she stopped there. And I was like, I could barely pronounce it. Mm-hmm. I was a child. But I looked it up. Oh, yeah. I looked it up because mm-hmm. I was very curious. <laughs> like, what is Amalgamated this? bank, yep. I like that. Yeah. So that is what... This okay. episode will be because we got a lot of stuff to talk mm-hmm. about. Well, I need to pull up my notes. Because, yeah, a lot of stuff. Uh, gee, so this morning Biden held a press conference discussing this bill, this infrastructure bill. Mm-hmm. Was it called like Build Back? <laughs> what the name? The official build name? Build Back even? Better. <laughs> Hold on, what is that? The name? It is like the Build Back Better plan. I'm like, I hope not. This is the lamest name of anything I've ever. I heard. hope that's not. No, the name. it is. Like, I'm not making this up. <laughs> I think John Oliver Excuse said me. it sounded like a. Um, it sounded like a, an advertisement for Gold's Gym. Build <laughs> Back Better. And a build photo of like a guy with a. With a swole ass back on You're like, right. Yep, the build does. back better framework. Oh, it sounds so bad. You know, lowers bills for health care, child care, prescription drugs, and preschool. This is what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Plus, families get a pay cut. But you know what's interesting in this? Because like how much was it? In real action. Okay. It ended up being like $1 trillion. It was originally like $1.85 or something. And mm-hmm. the Republicans was like, hell to the nah. I wonder what, because it always, when they make a big deal about certain things that should happen, like, you know, you know, act like um, rebuilding and maintaining bridges and tunnels and like waterways. I'm like, what? That shouldn't be like a yay. Like we have, you should be doing like those things. Normal. Yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's like baseline stuff. It, like it, we shouldn't be exactly patting you on the back. Yeah, it's like no, no one should get any kudos for that. That everyone is taking those bridges and rich people. For everyone is like, but I guess it's just not easy to get everyone on the same page about what is priority enough to put all the funds behind. Of so course. that's why they have to like, you know, do these measures and these kinds yes, of things. Yes. Actually get it approved. And I'm pretty sure certain obviously certain bridges and certain things in certain areas, we know that wealthier neighborhoods tend to get more attention paid to them because they have more resources and blah 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 blah. So you yeah, priority is definitely an issue. But um some one of the things that you pointed out to me, which I'd never thought about was the broadband portion of that which is offering making sure that families you know people in america in general have access to the internet 
and it's an issue. It's an issue, and and you know, you mentioned the you know with homeschooling because you know we're still going through COVID. COVID, even though most people in the country, most kids are back at school. When all of that happened, people didn't have access to the internet. And if you're a family that can't afford either internet, and then even if you know, you mentioned that there were some families going to parking lots mm-hmm. try, with their children so they can get homeschooled. And then you even brought up the just fact that the just to get the internet, internet, I'm sorry, so they can be homeschooled. And that's taking, I mean, if you're a family of multiple children, then what do you do? I guess all of y'all. All, all of them kids in the car and then hope you got two laptops, one for mom to work on, one for the kids to work on. And then if you didn't have laptops, and then I'm pretty sure they had them in school. Were schools able to loan out laptops to families who couldn't afford it? You know, if this, but then if you're a, a, a student... You know, as someone who's in a poor district where they don't have access to Right. You think that school district got the money to give out laptops? And I know they did in some places, Mm -hmm. right? They put some emergency funds and stuff in order. But, I mean, we're talking a lot of kids here. Mm -hmm. And then again, you give me a laptop, but I don't have internet. Mm -hmm. What about the kids that live in shelters? Mm -hmm. Like, I think they said the attendance rate for kids living in shelters was like less than 65% or something like that. And it was just like, of course. Kids who live in shelters barely go to school, regular mm-hmm. school as is. Mm-hmm. You think they're showing up for homeschool? Yeah, let me go ahead and just grab my my, my MacBook Pro <laughs> and go ahead and get on this 5G network they got over here at the shelter. <laughs> like, get the whole fuck out of here. It is. They it are is, really missing the point. It, it is astounding because, I mean, just when we talked about it, but it just sometimes it blows my mind to think about how... Things can just change. Even like growing up, like my mother was a single mother, had four children growing up, one of them handicapped, but I didn't experience certain things. Whereas you have other families who probably have the same, in terms of like on paper, you know, a single mother with the same amount of kids had different circumstances because certain things can change, you know, whether it be addiction, whether it be a disability of one parent, whether it be just access to shit, you know, certain, it, that's. It could also be a matter of. Losing your home the first time, mm-hmm. losing your the roof over your head mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one time, mm-hmm. and that snowballs and ends up into a trickle effect of you never being able to recover yeah. and get back. Yeah, which is why it's so important. Like when people are having trouble paying their rent or you know keeping a roof over their head, that there should be programs in place mm-hmm. that step in to help them. Yeah, because once you lose your house that can start that chain reaction because it's just like, well, how the fuck are you supposed to get a job? Yeah, or go to work. If you don't have a place to live. Mm-hmm. And it's like when I worked in fitness and I hired people who lived in shelters mm-hmm. and, you know, they would disclose that to me because sometimes, you know, fitness gyms close late mm-hmm. and it's like, OK, I'm going to put you on a shift. And they're like, I can't work those hours. They were like, listen, I live in the shelter. They're like, I if do. I don't check in by seven o'clock, I lose my bed. Mm-hmm. So I can't ever work past this hour. Mm-hmm. I need you to put me on the opening shift, you know, or whatever. Um and, be, and, you know, I'm like, okay. Like, I understand. But there are some people who don't. I remember one time this girl didn't show up for work just for no, just nothing. Mm-hmm. She didn't tell anybody anything, nothing. I called her phone, kept going to voicemail. This whole issue, it turns out she was living in the shelter. Mm-hmm. She got kicked out of her apartment. Like, we had a holiday party. She's like, that night, things had gone left. And she was staying with someone. Mm-hmm. And they kicked her out. And so she was like trying to figure out where to go. She ended up going to a shelter. Like her phone was cut off, just all kinds of stuff. And who knows? She could have been lying, making a cockamamie story. I don't think she was. Mm-hmm. I really don't think she was. And she was a really smart girl. She was actually really good at the job. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm like, I feel like we got to work with her, y'all. Like, I'm telling the, the, the owner, like, we got to show this girl some grace. We got to work with her. And they were like, nah, we don't want nothing to do with mm-hmm. this. Like, they're like, we feel bad, but this is messy. and We have to run our business. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, like, I got them to give her a second chance and she fucked it up. But I don't think she purposely fucked it mm-hmm. up. I think it was her circumstances were just so crazy. She was just like, nah, I got to, like, just leave New York. Like, she wasn't from here. She was like, I'm just going to go move back in with my That's sister. Good. Like, yeah. Maryland or something like that. Um, but it was just like, I, people who have never been in these situations, I think can't fathom what that is. And I'm like, I've, I've been very fortunate. I've never been in that situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen it. I just, I don't know. I've, I've, I know people and I've worked closely with people. I've been close to people who have had these kinds of things. Like things can happen. Things can happen. Folks like, have PhDs out here yeah. and are scrambling to get a job at McDonald's because yeah. shit happens. And, and it, it has nothing to do with addiction, disability, mm, none of that stuff. Yeah. It's just sometimes it is circumstances. Circumstances. And not being able to recover because once it's like you take one blow and then you take another blow and it's like while you're trying to get right from those first two blows, here comes the third blow. Yeah. Or those first two blows compiled just make it that much more difficult and it's hard yeah. for people to get back on their feet. So when I see these bills and these plans, I'm like, man, miss me with that shit. Because they, the problem is, for me, it's like these bills are like, oh, let's address all of this like overarching stuff, but let's not make any actual like real laws mm-hmm. and real changes in the way that we do things mm-hmm. to really help people. Yeah. The people who, you know, marginalized people, mm-hmm. like the, the people who really need the help, yeah. like to actually put shit in place. To, to really dig them out of these spaces because the, the reason why most of the like people are in the po- positions and predicaments they are because of the fucked up laws and shit that was already enacted in this country and we just continue mm-hmm. with them. We allow them to, to, to stay in place. That's we're true. not tweaking those things. Mm-hmm. We're not fixing those things. Yeah, like um, the we're foundation. Not really, right, mm-hmm. we're not like really right getting on the ground of it. It's, just, it's a band-aid. It's like Oh yeah, like let's go ahead and just like cover this thing up with this new big overarching thing, and it's just like you can cover it up all you want with this thing that looks all pretty and nice and like real flesh on the outside, but the the meat is bleeding underneath. It's still an open wound. Like, that's and just even what you mentioned. You know, we talked briefly about the elections and 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 across the country. I, I, I'm actually not going to speak for that across the country because I was not watching the news like that. <laughs> But, you know, just on social media, I've seen, like, some people in Mount Boston, they've been talking about people who've been elected in certain positions, like, they're the first black woman to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I think in New York, there's going to be the first black woman who's the commissioner of New York, of the New mm-hmm. York City. She's something, it's the first black woman has something to do with the cops. I don't remember. Oh, okay. And then That's in the Boston, <laughs> there's the first Asian woman who's doing something. There's the first for a lot of people of color. <laughs> You're like, the women of color out there do Well, well just, just women of color, but just people of color, women of color. There's the first, for people, for people, I don't want to say minority, but yeah, minorities, people of color, women, mm-hmm. in a lot of spaces across the country. Mm-hmm. And when you hear that, you go, things are changing, but it's like, we've been in this country for a while and it's like like what that still is not taking care of the root issue it's like these people are in in place like when obama came in and people like we're finally going to see a change and it's like that man's only going to be in there for the most eight years 
He's not going to change 200 and some years of history, you know, like going to overhaul everything. It's like he's going to come in and leave. And yes, he can do some good, but he can only do as much good as the laws and policies and regulations will allow him to do. He can't completely just scoop that. That ground is poison. He's just come in. How much can you do in a fucked up, messed up environment, you know, organization? And also, too, there's. I think people also don't account for the pushback. Mm-hmm. It's not like that person comes in and single-handedly can just change all this stuff. It's just like their limitations to what they can do is the checks and balances are put in place for a reason. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, you know, we'd be enslaved people. Yeah, we mean, exactly. Like, yeah, like, dictator. You know, and it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been Trump. This mm-hmm. would have been presidents ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, there's limitations. And I think that has to be taken into account with Biden's just like giving him whatever benefit of the doubt. My issue is just the people who are making these decisions have no fucking clue what's going on on the ground. They are Mm -hmm. not in it. Mm -hmm. They're not in it and they're not paying enough attention to the people who are in it who are telling them, no, 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 like this is what we actually need. Mm -hmm. They're essentially telling the people this is what you need. Trust us. This mm-hmm. is, is going to work. No, no, no. It'll eventually, this is going to actually help you. Mm-hmm. Like, let me show you, like, this is going to be good for exactly what you need. And that's just like, really? Mm-hmm. You think those people really give a fuck about how this is going to impact all these people in 10 years mm-hmm. when they're just like, I am hungry and in need right now. Mm-hmm. Like my kids need right now. Yeah. I'm like, what are the things that you can put in place? That people are going to see the benefit of immediately. Yeah. Because that's and, what people need. We need things that have real immediate effects mm-hmm. and then only get better long term. First of all, if they have real immediate effects, the result should only be that they get better long term. Because mm-hmm. if you're pulling everybody up, right? Yeah, everyone. Then that can. should be the effect going forward into yeah. the future. So, I mean, we've been going backwards in this country for so long. It's like I was talking. Oh, actually, I was talking to my husband about this the mm-hmm. other day. Like, you know, my dad was born in 1927. Mm-hmm. And in Virginia, his family moved to New York when he was like four. So he lived all his life in New York and depression era. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's wild how like as as much as as little as they had, like, or as much as they had nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess those mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. They always had a roof over their heads mm-hmm. and that wasn't like so much of an issue as it is now you know what i mean they were and back then just generally mm-hmm. i think you didn't have this like homeless population of people who just literally sleeping in the street mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because just so many people didn't have a roof over their head and you had all these people who had so much that was like yeah but i don't give them any of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it it didn't exist to that same degree that it does now of course people were homeless and that and was people, also people what definitely were wealthy right you know, that was the also where a lot of like guys. you know the social security and all these other fucking laws and things came out of it was like seeing you know people still just you know having nothing and being hungry and that sort of thing but like that's how soup kitchens and stuff came about and um just a lot of programs that were implemented to help people that were helping people and then I think, you know, as capitalism boomed um, and the disparity of wealth just got bigger and bigger. The gap between like the haves and the have nots just got bigger and bigger. It just it's wild. And then like having the people who have all the money 
also have all the power concentrated because they're using their money to influence the people who make the laws. That's the big. That's the big thing. Disgusting. It, yeah. It, so like when I see these bills, I'm just like, I, I I can't really wrap my head around what the fuck they accomplished. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really get it. I'm just like, okay. The only thing that really, for me, I was like, okay, this is good. It's like putting some kind of something behind climate change. And mm-hmm. I don't even really understand all of what they plan to actually no, hell do. No. Yeah. But I'm just like, at least you pledge some kind of money to be like, let's not ruin the planet. At mm-hmm. least America is trying to not. Mm-hmm. So we say. <laughs> you know, to whatever degree that So we that say. Means, right? yeah, but can't. we can't even get people on the same page to get a fucking vaccine. Mm-mm. So that everyone won't get sick and die. Yeah, because this it's... Yeah, where it, it, people have different thoughts, and that's nothing. I don't think that's ever going to change throughout history. That's always happened, so that's hard. And I know that. I don't know. I know that we have other things to talk. We have lots of things, like we said. It's going to be moving me on. No, yeah, no, no. No, with this. no. no. Look, build, build back, <laughs> build back better foundation. Well, you know it's. You know, I, you know. Initially, we were talking. I was like, I need to find some positive news, some positive things. Uh, to talk about, but one, I mean, there's been so many things that have happened, like you mentioned, just, even just last night, there was like, I mean, we're not mentioning this briefly, the Travis Scott had a concert, or like, well, he was at a concert at Astroland, where he brought out Drake, that's the thing that I heard about, and then I woke up, <laughs> he's doing a concert, he brought out Drake, people were talking about that, and then I woke up this morning, all over the, the news, and my news is really just the internet, oh, because I God. don't have television, um, what was in the news was about eight people, I think, were killed because there was a, um, a oh, mosh yeah, pit. Oh, yeah, 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 I saw. Yes. I saw that. And so they canceled the second day. And they called it a panic. Yeah, they called it a panic. And I didn't understand, like, how they described it. They were like, people were rushing towards the stage, and then people were getting sick, and then it caused a panic, and then more people were being injured. And I'm like, what are they talking about? It, it, the way that they described exactly what you said, a panic, and people were passing out. And I'm like, well, it sounds like it was like an airborne disease or some like illness that struck the people and it just kept passing. I was like, what is this? And it was like, okay, this is, people were crushed to death. Like oh, literally. People were, I, I, because, I'm, I'm laughing and then you're like, people were crushed to well, death. Well, because they it, it was they were using this sort of language that was very, not, I don't vague. know, more vague was the word. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, you have to d- decipher this? Anyway, so that was something, you know, not horrible that happened. And then, you know, we were talking about the recent, I think he's a football player. Yes. Yes, a football he's player. Wide receiver. Well, he was. He was. A wide receiver for the, the Raiders. Raiders. The Raiders. Um, yeah. Young. Young. What is he, 20? Henry Ruggs the third. I think he's a third. Well, Henry Ruggs. Mm-hmm. He was like 20, 21 or 22. Mm-hmm. Really young. Yeah, 22. Um... He was driving uh, at more than 150 miles an hour Jeez. Um, when he rear-ended this woman, uh, Tina Tinter, Tina Tinter, mm-hmm. um, and killed, and she was killed in her car. Um, him and his girlfriend, girlfriend were not; they survived the crash. Um, her and her dog. And this is a big deal because I first heard the story through someone else's mouth mm-hmm. and they said it was a child. And then I read, and I think maybe that's what came out initially. And it was not a child, it was a dog. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they were like, oh, a child was in the car. And it was like, apparently the child lived. 
And then I read the thing and it was like, it was a dog. Mm-hmm. And the dog died. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was not a child. That makes a big difference. Yeah. You cannot Which, say thankfully. it was a mother and her child. Yes, right? that's... Thank God it was not, there was not a baby involved. But, um, you know, her car caught on fire. Um, I don't think the fire killed her. I think she was hit. She was killed on impact. Cause oh, they really? Said, well, because they said his car pushed her car like 600 feet. Mm. Because when he, when he made contact with her... It was at like 127 miles an hour because he hit the brake. Mm. So he he broke, but I mean he was still going so fast. It was like oh how quickly can you slow down from more? Like he was going over 150. Um, yeah, they apparently he ruptured the um, vehicle's full fuel tank. So uh, oh my gosh, the I, Raiders released him immediately. Yeah, they was like it was less than 24 hours. The Raiders was like he don't play for us. However, though, the owner of the Raiders, right, Mark Davis, mm-hmm. was basically like, yeah, we released him, but, um, like, you know, he's still one of us. Like, we're going to support him. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. I just, I can't even, because he now faces up to, what, like, 40 years in prison because they're charging him. He also had, like, a, a gun, a loaded... More than 20 years. But, well, it's it's a bunch of charges. It's a bunch like, of charges. There was a, a gun in the car. Um, they're his charging girlfriend him. also sustained injury, so they're also trying to charge him for that. But, but uh, I mean, he didn't endanger her life. Yeah, because you can... It, correct me if I'm wrong. If she... You can charge... Some, like, if she's not pressing not charges... Yeah, that's the prosecutor's decision. Yeah, okay, it's not okay. Her at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's the prosecutor's decision. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you. Well, you probably didn't see this, but the other day, I think it was Thursday, TMZ got, of course, TMZ mm-hmm. video. I didn't watch the video. The, well, uh, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. Was, it was just of him. It wasn't of the car crash. Yeah, it right wasn't. Now. Yeah, and they were saying like it was rough, but I didn't think it was. Um, I mean, with the shit that we see these days, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I mean. They played that George Floyd murder. I didn't watch that either. Over and over and over yeah. again. I'm like, after seeing that, just, or Saddam Hussein getting mm-hmm. hanged. I didn't watch that either. Oh, yeah. like, I mm-hmm. mean, it's a lot. But this 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 wasn't nothing compared to those. Yeah. So it was I read the description. Immediately, mm-hmm. Him and the girlfriend immediately following the crash. And it seems like he's really disoriented because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I think he starts to pass out. He starts to lose consciousness. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to keep him away, being like, you know, think about our daughter, think about our daughter. Um, and the, the cops are trying to, I guess, get to the woman. And people are yelling for the cops to, like, tend to him. And they're like, do you know who that is? Like, he's, he plays on the Raiders, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, it's weird. It's mm-hmm. a little unsettling because you're like, what's happening? Right yeah, what's happening? You're like, because I'm thinking her car is already on fire. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck? And like, Go ahead. I, I can understand if the cops are just like, well, I can't do anything mm-hmm. right now with that. Like, I'm not equipped to go and whatever. But I don't know. I don't know what really their role is at that point. What they're supposed to do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I can't imagine. Because then t- I can imagine that they're probably a little scared, too, to go close to the vehicle if it's going to explode more or anything. I just... Uh, uh, yeah, I feel bad because not you know the funny thing is right before this last night, Josh and I had started well, two nights ago. Josh and I started watching this show, Midnight Mass, which is a new show on Netflix, and mm-hmm. it's about this guy. Do you know seen, about it? Yeah, I've seen the, the previews. Oh, you seen? But the main character. Are you going to watch it? But no, you, I'm not. you know the main character returns <laughs> I've seen home. The previews. I'm not interested. 
Yeah, yeah. We just we, we were trying to watch stuff, and it's a little slow, but it's fine. The main character returns home because he uh, was a drunk driver, and he ends up killing a young girl. And you don't know that immediately from the thing, but they're sitting there. He's sitting on the side of the road, and there's been an accident, and he's fine. He's just praying and looking at this dead young girl on the ground. And then the, the, the people are saying, oh, isn't it a shame that the drunk drivers, you know, the young one gets killed and the drunk drivers go free. And then it just cuts to him in court saying, like, will you accept the sentence? And you realize, oh, he was the drunk driver and he killed this young girl. He goes to jail for uh, only four years and, um, and then gets out and returned home. So it's just like, and then two days later, this happened. And it's like, it, you know, it just, it made me think about the, the issues of drunk driving in this country and how it's, it's very much an issue. I was reading... Um, on through the CDC, but also through um, I forget what they're called. The um, there's a there's a company, an organization that is called the like National Traffic Association or something. I'm gonna get their right name. Okay. They said that it's <laughs> over um, over ten thousand people um, died from drunk driving related crashes in 2019. They say 28 people die. What is it? Every day, 29 people in the United States die in motor vehicle crashes that involve an alcohol-impaired driver. That is one death every 50 minutes. And I'm like, oh, wow. So it's, it's... Yeah, that's absurd. Yeah, it's absurd. And they had a list of, like, all of the states and how many people die each year from, um, from drug-related um, incidences. And one of them, the lowest one, if I recall, was D.C., mm-hmm. And uh, which is technically not a state, which is not a state. And, um, and then the highest one, I think, was maybe Texas. California was really high up there. Um, New York was not like probably in the middle, probably only had like 13. But some of these, it, it was surprising to me. I would imagine you're going to be in lower. Yeah. Just because it's like, you know, it is such a pedestrian. Exactly. But I mean, but New York think City. New York City, exactly. City. You think about. Um, but we, you know, I mean, I think when we, New York has. You know, the city is where it's the concentration of the mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So, um, and like people be driving crazy because we drive. You know, we have a car, so sometimes we're driving. And we're just like every day someone's doing something super reckless really? for no reason. Mm-hmm. It's just like just to get there three seconds faster. Like it's absurd <laughs> the stupid shit people do. And a lot of times we look over, and I hate to say this, I hate to. But it's always like a young man. Yeah. It's always a young male. And I'm like, what is going on in your brain? And that's what I'm just like looking at this situation, you know, just trying not to judge, trying not to judge quickly um, without knowing all the facts. And we're not going to know all the facts. We weren't there. But I'm just like, that's that. That's some 21 year old shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like 21 just you know you just started this brand new fucking big money career mm-hmm. go out you get yourself a fast car and you you do reckless stuff because that's what you're going to do at 21 yeah the the, the issue here is just the access mm-hmm. and of course the like the belief of like having no boundaries or limitations but i'm like but i think most 21 year olds feel a little bit like they have no boundaries and limitations, but they also feel invincible. Mm-hmm. No one yeah. thinks that, about that something bad is going to happen to them when they're like 21. But it's just extra fucked up because this girl was also, what, 23? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this poor girl is minding her business. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what the worst part is, is that she probably, he hit her, he was, he was going so fast that 
the girl probably didn't even have a second to fathom what was happening before mm -hmm. she probably died. You know what I mean? And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but that the girl probably went from like listening to her music or whatever, singing along in the car, to she was dead. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, like it, it had to have happened so quickly because of how fast he was going. Mm -hmm. Or the flip side is like she, the fire killed her, and then she had to burn up and knowing in her mind she was gonna die in that car. It's just a fucked up situation um, all around. But I'm like, but I couldn't imagine that. He's probably super fucked up about it too, mm -hmm. right? Because I'm pretty sure this man didn't set out that day to kill anybody. Yeah. I mean, it was a gun in his car. I don't know what he's gonna do with that. Like, you yes. know, maybe he did, <laughs> but not, but not in this manner. Not like, in this manner. You know, no. just oh, you know, just overserved, being stupid, doing shit that you do at 21 and you get drunk pretty much all the time. Um, yeah, and I then just, just being so irresponsible, and I'm like wondering with the girlfriend. Also, like, did she say anything in the car? Was she like, "Yo, you need to slow the fuck down"? Mm -hmm. Like, what happened? What do we know? Is she was also uh, intoxicated, or I don't know. And and and, and just that fact that I the over ten thousand deaths that is from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. So they are the ones who collect um, data um, around you know, road traffic crashes and, you know, their mission is to save lives, prevent injuries and reduce economic costs due to road traffic crashes through education, research, safety standards and enforcement. So that's what they're all about. And and I, they also have a daughter together, this couple. I didn't know that. They have so, a daughter, yeah. Yeah. And, and I just, I think it's sad because you see... This to me, it always. I grew up in Boston, and, and Boston is not Boston. We have public transportation, but it's not as great as other states. You can get to point B, A, B, and C. And I didn't have my license. I didn't get my license until I moved into New York like three years ago. So my my siblings had their license. A lot of my friends had their licenses, and it, it always just scared me. Drinking and driving always scared me. Because it can just, like, I, I, and I wasn't thinking about, I mean, yeah, I, I, when I was young, I didn't think about other people. I was thinking about myself. I don't right. want to die. It's like, you can die. And I had, when I was, like, 16 years old, I had a friend who they were drinking and driving or something. They lost control. And they, I think it was, like, five of them. And they, one of my close friends was thrown out of the, the rear window. And she had, at that point, what they were saying was, like, permanent damage to her brain. So she wasn't the same. Oh and she wasn't the same and these other people some of them passed away it was pretty bad and um even before that i was scared but definitely after that i was like that just things change in an instant things change so quickly in an instant where your life is just completely just different and for sometimes it's worse and it, it to me it's just like there's no excuse and, I, and you talk to people like have you had conversations with a lot of people and how it's just Drink driving or driving while you're high or driving while you're this. People do it. All the time. All the time. All and they're like, I've done it. And I'm like, really? All the time. Really? Yeah. No, I know someone who was in a terrible car accident, mm -hmm. like three blocks from her house, which is, I think statistically they said that like a lot of these accidents will happen like really close to home. This one, the girl, she mm -hmm. was about, they said she was about a mile from her house mm -hmm. when roads hit her. Um, but I know a girl, she, I'm talking like she was in the hospital for three months. Mm -hmm. Like, she, like, almost died. Um, her and her boyfriend were really, really drunk. He mm -hmm. was driving her car. Um, they were both really drunk. And I'm talking, like, car flipped over type situation. And, like, this had happened before I knew her. Mm -hmm. She told me about it. She showed me pictures. She was, like, in the hospital and stuff. 
And then the same day, she showed me these pictures, she smokes a blunt, right, when we were at her house. And then we were going to a Super Bowl party. And she was like, all right, um, you know, we can drive over there, leave your car here. And I'm like, oh, hell no, you're not mm. driving. And she was like, well, yeah, but my car is smaller because I have a truck. And where they live, you know, when we were going to the party, the parking is a little tight. So she was like, it's better for you to just leave your car here in my house since you're already parked. Because mm-hmm. I'll probably find parking easy. And I'm like, then I'll drive your car. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm, you're not driving me. Mm-hmm. You just told me this whole story about you and your boyfriend being drunk. Got into this terrible accident. You've been in the hospital for three months. And you now want to drive me around while your ass is high? You just smoked that blunt. Like, seriously? So, so it did nothing to change your mind about driving under the under influence. influence. Like, mm-hmm. are you serious? I, I don't think She's people think about it. And they think that marijuana is going to be... And yes, it affects you differently. I'm, but, I feel like I'm worse. Oh, I'm definitely I'm worse. Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm definitely I'm worse. Like, my fingers is floating mm-hmm. in the air. I couldn't stop a fucking bird from taking a shit on me after he told me he was going to while I'm high. Like, Cause you, no. Because, you know, and, and I don't know if this is true. Someone told me this, and I, they said, they said it's, it's, if you smoke, they said if you drink and you're, but there's a difference between being shit-faced, like completely drunk, and then a little buzz. Because sometimes you are a little, I've been in situations where I'd be a little buzz and something happens. You can react. It kind of snaps you out for a second. You're like, what the fuck is going on? You can react in a different way. Where it's like, if you're high or something like that, you're like, you're just, you can't control that. You're like, I don't know. I, I can't really judge the situation. The, the severity of the situation is just not even hitting you. You're like, yeah, it's better. I am very much like, ah. <laughs> Exactly. So it's, but when I'm drunk, I, I think, yeah, with alcohol, it's a different type of effect for me. Yeah. Um, but I would not want to do either of them. Like, dr- like drive and have to, like... Mm-hmm. No, and right. I think there are also very few situations where, because I think this gentleman, his um, alcohol level was too double the limit. Double, so yeah. I, I don't know what that means in terms of like alcohol affects different people different ways. Like how much you know, I can drink a case of beer versus someone who's smaller drink a case of beer. You know, they, depending on what they eat, it's going to affect different people different ways. I mean, anybody double the limit? Is yes, is is in a state slur. of impairment. Yes, but I, and I, and I wonder if um, crap. What was I talking about? Um, sometimes like my brain just runs and runs. If <laughs> <laughs> but you and I, I don't think we were ever in a situation where and I'm pretty sure we've had our times. There are very few occasions where I've been so drunk that I don't remember anything. I think I can probably count maybe one or two. And if I there were those situations, I did not plan for that. I remember one time on my twenty fifth yeah. birthday. You, yeah, I had I literally I had one drink and I was just done. And I till this day I think that dude put something in my drink. I don't know what it was, but it's like they, I, I'm not like that. So it's like people obviously who drink and drive. There are some people who just do it and they're crazy and they're reckless. But also there's people who have issues like they're they are alcoholics and they have and that's also another separate issue. I, Part of the issue, too, is the fact that, like, once you've had a certain amount of alcohol, you think you're making sound decisions, but you're not. You know what I mean? So if there's no one present to stop you, like, no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you, I think some people can reach a point of being like, no, nah, I'm straight. And they think that they're okay. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I, like, laugh about it, but think about, um, 
Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. When in his mind, never, like when he's driving home after he takes that freaking uh, Quaalude, oh, and my. he thinks that he drove home okay, and then he's literally hit every car on the way, mm-hmm. and his car is like all jacked up. But let him tell it, he was all sprightly and great. But then it's just like, no, bro, you your car was wrecked, mm-hmm. like it was completely totaled. It, it yeah, it's this thing in in their, their mind. They're like, nah. I'm, I'm not drank a little bit, but I'm okay. It's like you're wasted. Like you're like you're not gonna remember any of this tomorrow. You're like so blacked out. You're not even present. And I mean, the girl was also drinking, but I haven't seen anything that said Which, that she was drunk. The girlfriend. Oh, girlfriend. okay. I thought you meant the girl in the other car. Were drunk, okay. They were both drinking, but she apparently also screamed for him to slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I just pulled up this from thesun.com and. They're like, Tony Rodriguez is one of the first witnesses to respond. Um, and that basically the woman that Tinter, Tina Tinter, who they hit, was screaming for help as her car became engulfed in flames. And like they tried to rescue her and like get her out of the car, but they couldn't. Mm. Um, the the seatbelt was on and the airbags were jammed in the way. So mm. the door was jammed. Um, and they were trying to pull her out by her shoulders, um, but they just couldn't. Like she was pinned. Oh my um, god. And it says while the tragic encounter lasted less than ten minutes, Rodriguez said it felt like a lifetime. So no, she did not die from the oh impact. My she god. did die from the fucking uh oh, fire. That's horrible. And, that's horrible. Like, slowly burned to death. It's terrible. Um yeah, mm. he said another witness, Alex Hart, told the police like um like he heard screams coming out of her car, she was still alive. Um, but he couldn't pull her out because she was pinned inside the SUV. She was in a, a, a RAV4, I think. Um, and then she was overcome with smoke from the flames. That's really, really sad. That's really sad. Ooh, girl, you give me all emotional. I just, I can't, I just, I, I would be just this, just, yeah, a young life, any life. But also, it's just like you live going about your day. Like you said, she didn't know what was going on. She was had plans for the next day. She had plans to do this that night. And then also your family, like you just get in that car, like, oh my gosh, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine, especially when it's stuff like that happens and, but the hands of someone else and that guy's living and he's fine. He's fine. The anger that I would have, I just feel bad for them. I feel bad for that family. Less for him. Definitely less for him. Because it's unfortunate that now he's, he's going to have to live with this, but it's like, she's gone. And that's that's your burden now. Hopefully, that will make you change and do some good work in the world. Because I just I can't I can't imagine. This is crazy. So you need to read this this Sun.com story. Um, that there's a video that the girlfriend had posted on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, like he had done this before, um, and she was screaming for him to slow down. So it said the clip was obtained by the review journal called Wild Out Wednesday mm-hmm. from September 2020. Um, it's since been removed from YouTube, um, where she was just like, um, Don't do it. Like, what you about to do right now? He's like, You look scared. And she was like, Don't do it anymore. And He's, he's like, launch. What do rockets do? Take off. Um, and she's screaming, slow down. And then she was like, take me back to the house. So 
it's looking like it's an instance where it's like, well, this wasn't the first time that he's driven this recklessly. Mm-hmm. Like, this was some fun shit. This is not looking good for him. Mm-mm. This no. is not looking for good for him at all. I don't know what the um, the Raiders, you know, I, they release him, but they're saying that they're still going to support him as a person. Who knows what the fuck that means? Because, um, you know, organizations get up there and they say shit like that. Mm-hmm. But are they going to help him with, like, legal fees? Are they? Probably not. Um, I wouldn't bet on it if I was him. This is going to be terrible for his family. Mm-hmm. His whole family. Not just, you know, his girlfriend and their kid, but, like, his, his, his mm-hmm. broader, like, family unit. Terrible. Both families. I feel for both of them because this is just not going to be good for anybody. This is a fucking terrible thing to happen. Mm-hmm. Don't. This episode got dark. Yeah, don't drink and drive. Like, I mean, did, did we, how, how often do you have to say it and how many more many times? And also, if you are in a situation, they have Uber now. Get out that car. Call yourself an Uber. It, it's just, it's, 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 I just, I can't, I, I, yeah. Anyway. I yeah, just, but I mean, this, this doesn't seem like it was a situation of like, he was so drunk, he didn't, you know, he thought he was fine, he didn't know what he was doing. It was like, no, he was so drunk, he started acting recklessly mm-hmm. and doing some dumb shit that he was known to do. That's what it's looking like based on if there's evidence of him doing this before. Which, well, he might have been like doing those things if he was so driving over 150 miles an hour. It's mm-hmm. like, what the whole hell? And I was like, first of all, why would any pedestrian vehicle be able to go that fast? Mm-hmm. Can we put some restrictions on that shit? I'm just saying. Because most cars go like, like 180, right? Like 160. You should not be able to go that fast. Mm-hmm. In what instance would you ever need to go that fast? That's true. I said, listen. I said, even a professional race car driver cannot actually maneuver that quickly on a pedestrian road. Mm-hmm. Because if, if there's other cars and you can't control what anybody else is doing... Like, That's a good if point. you're on a race track with other race car drivers, your calculations are probably better, right? Mm-hmm. Probably can be, they can be more exact. Mm-hmm. But when you are on a, a pedestrian street with regular ass drivers, even even the most professional driver can't like would not be able to go that fast and predict what someone else is going to do in time enough that no one gets killed. Like yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so I'm just like, so why do we have cars that? Yeah, because most the speed oh, limit in most that. places, I mean, you can't really go at 65 in Pennsylvania, though. It was like 70. I was like, 70? <laughs> well, I can appreciate if I could hit like a good 85 of course. on the damn highway. Of course. I've, I've definitely gone 90 miles an hour mm-hmm. um, on the highway. And, and I will say like one time, you guys were in the car. Mm-hmm. We were coming back from Napa and, Napa and I kept hitting 90 because we were in a rental. Mm-hmm. And them shots were smooth. And I'm telling you, <laughs> like, I just had to Sometimes you don't realize. at my speed. Right? Mm-hmm. And then purposefully slowing down because you just couldn't feel it. Mm-hmm. The ride was so smooth. I was like, oh shit, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing 90. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to chill. But, I mean, nothing really needs to be going faster than that. I agree with you. Girl, it lobby for that. People gonna have a conniption. Oh my god, mm-hmm. forget it. The greed of it all. What? Mm-hmm. I, should, I have the right. Because mm-hmm. you know, everything is about rights. I have the right to get a car that goes 175 miles an hour if I so choose. Don't put restrictions on me. How dare you? <laughs> People are crazy. Crazy. Oh, Straight yeah. crazy. But I, I, who knows? Yes. Maybe somebody will be like, uh-uh, this is too much. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. In the meantime, 
Lord. Yes. We're just going to keep talking about you if you do. Yes. But um, we're, we're, we're out next week. We're out next we're week. We're out next mm-hmm. week. But wait. So that means we have three episodes left of the podcast? Yes, I, I think so. One, yeah, probably wow. about. Yeah. It's coming to a close. It's coming to an end. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, we've got, you know, a couple weeks here and there where we are going to be out for holidays. Yes. And, but we definitely want to finish out in December with you guys. Um, so we'll be out next week, but we'll be back. We'll be um, out. Yeah, the following week. Yes. Mm-hmm. But um, in the meantime, go ahead and hit that subscribe because we've got some old episodes you can listen to too. Yes. Um, but also just rate us. Um, top stars wherever you're listening to your podcast you can also email us at blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com yes um, show ma'am. us some love show us some hate um, we're open to it all because we just like, show us some hate yeah because it's hate we're like what else thanks for yeah. listening like you're crazy yeah, at least you're listening yeah. um, <laughs> I'm shady <laughs> you can also follow us on Instagram at blackhipsterpodcast um, you can follow me at the Shalwa Evans you can follow me at Standrick Wiggins doesn't. Mm-hmm. Doesn't. That's yeah. it. Well. All right. Ugh, now I need a glass of wine. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Now I feel terrible saying that after we talk about drink driving. But I'm not driving anywhere. I'm, oh, just, going, okay. I'm just going to play double dutch after this. Yes. So I will be hurting no one but myself. Which is good. Are you hitting somebody in the face with a rope real bad? They're like, girl. No, <laughs> I am the one who's getting hit in the face. <laughs> I mean, I have to consult with my turners like, ladies, this cannot happen one more time. Like, you're going to be wearing a face guard now. I, like, really I need to wear a face guard. Mm-hmm. Keep my mask on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, yeah. All righty, darling. So let's wait. Mm-hmm. Oh no, after. After. Well, bye. Bye. bye.